You're listening to TED Talks Daily. I'm Elise Hugh. We keep saying the climate crisis is urgent, but it's most urgent for Pacific Islanders, like today's speaker, Selena Nayrock-Leem. Places like her home of the Marshall Islands are most immediately imperiled by the rising sea levels threatening their livelihoods and their lives. At the Countdown Summit in 2021, she paints a compelling picture of her reality as part of a plea for all of us to take notice and act faster. Turn the tides. We must give back chance, my ancestors. The thunder strikes as the sea demon is swept through the lands of the fiery likeness of Lethal's fire, tearing apart livelihood. The mounting waves and erosions leave my island gaping like the mouth of a dead fish. Tens muscles of uncles and aunties that hauled cement for the seawall, cooked meals for the hungry bellies, release and release. The tides have gone out. I look to my grandparents' graves, intimate with limp seaweeds. The disrespect. My name is Selena Lam. At 18, at the COP21, alongside late Ambassador for Climate Change, Tony DeBroom, I introduced myself as a small island girl with big dreams. Five years later, I reintroduced myself as a climate warrior from Island Gainar, the Marshall Islands. Situated between Hawaii and Australia, our chain of islands decorate the Pacific Ocean like seashells, and they are home to about 60,000 people. Our islands average above two meters above sea level, and it is not uncommon to see both the ocean and lagoon side from wherever you stand. We say our highest point is the bridge, which curves about seven meters above the sea. The massive body of water is our reality and our livelihood. With a history of seafaring, the ocean connected our islands together as well as providing many resources to fish, to feed, and to adorn our handicrafts with seashells that we make a living from. But the climate crisis has brought calamities to my people, threatening our very livelihoods. In the Pacific, King tide season is from November to April. This is when the tides are at their highest, and each year the sea level rises. In these months, especially houses by the seashore end up flooded or damaged completely. Schools and churches have had to open their doors for community members to come sleep at when announcements come in the radio advising to find shelter because of incoming tides. And we huddle together with our blankets and pillows, no matter that we are strangers as we sleep next to one another. Seawalls are rebuilt as soon as it's low tide, only to be broken down again by the waves that grow higher each year. And these waves, their path continues on into the islands, bringing with it garbage we've thrown into it. 
You see the graves of your loved ones submerged in water, littered. Then the vegetation starts to brown; it is dying. The soil becomes salinated. You pray the bigger trees hold on for their roots are needed to prevent further erosion. In the most affected parts of the lands, the land has regressed, coming closer and closer to the road each year. Our driest part of the year happens within this time period too. We are unable to use groundwater well because it becomes saltier as well. In the capital, Mijiro, once per week, water is dispensed, and my neighbors and I fill up our tanks, our water catchments, our bottles, and our buckets. Our government has had to sta- declare a state of national emergency, calling for help from our friends. Sea level rising, flooding, droughts. Erosion have been the reality of my people for many, many, many years. We've been told to move, to become climate change refugees. I'm not even sure who would even take us in, but to those who think that we can just accept our fate, I want to say, adaptation and indigenous knowledge. Are the solutions. These islands are our ancestors, our predecessors, our homes. We are at the risk of losing all of that for something we contributed very, very little to. Raising and expanding the islands is something my country is thinking of. However, we don't have the resources nor the infrastructure. Regardless, we remain adamant. We continue to fight for our livelihoods and not abandon our home. Thank you, Komol Papa. <laughs>